You can hear me for miles and 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 miles. Halsey Roofing is a multi-generational family-owned company that has been in the business of serving you for over 40 years. When Big Tom and his wife Sandy started Halsey Roofing all the way back in 1978, they did it with one goal in mind, and that goal was to put their clients and the family's needs first. Whether it be residential or commercial, you and your family are what matters. And that legacy is carried on today by their son, Matt, and his wife, Justine. With the commitment to providing you with the very best product and professional craftsmanship you will find anywhere. They offer free inspections, 24-hour emergency services for those times you really are in need. And while you have more important things to do than worry about haggling with the insurance company over what is best for you and your family, leave it to them and they will ensure you get the best for your money. Having been to Big Tom and Sandy's house for the 4th of July extravaganza and multiple barbecues with Matt and Justine, I can truly tell you they put family first and you are family. I'll fight till I'm 50. I don't give a fuck. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're okay. fucking okay. good. All right. You're good, yeah, man. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I'm only getting better. Danny, Mardi Gras. Thoughts on Mardi Gras? Woo, boy. Don't, don't get me started. Woo. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, my wife has banned me from Mardi Gras, so I have no no stories. Uh, no, no, you do. <laughs> and uh, we'd love to hear them. Say goodbye to the old guy. Back because I'm too fly to ever fall off. King of my city. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the right lane. I'm Lane. Danny. Yo, yo. Danny here. We're at uh, Nine Mile Studios. Uh, Sometimes Sal is uh, sitting in studio with us. We've got a wonderful guest today. Uh, owner of, of Ravens Ridge MMA, Jason Gavril. Jason, thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm totally excited. Uh, Jason, uh, uh, the owner of uh, Ravens Ridge MMA. It's in uh, South St. Louis County. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about Ravens Ridge. How long, how long has Ravens Ridge been been a thing? we at the actually uh we're gonna be this is our eighth year this is our eighth year wow that's exciting um our second location so we've come from a small thousand foot square foot facility i guess for the first five years and kind of uh hit our phase two on where we wanted to be moved into a 5500 square foot space so that was exciting wait how big was the first one it was a thousand we had like 900 square feet of mat space it was yeah yeah it was small but we uh you know we saved we uh, gain the membership for us to be able to move into a larger facility. <laughs> you, you ran it correctly. Like a lot of it, MMA gyms do not do that. Yes. Yeah. And either they move too early because they get a boom in memberships. Right. Uh, we actually saved for a year. We wanted to move. So you have an outside, you have a job outside of the gym? I do. I'm a general contractor during the day. Th- that definitely helps because a lot of some, some people yes. that I've met, they, they try to live off their gym memberships and it's really That's difficult. That's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Even John and I both, my partner, John Kelly, uh, we both have daytime jobs. So that was allowed us to be able to take anything and every dime that we made to put right back into the gym. You know, and that's that in itself was able to allow us to grow versus trying to 
cut a paycheck off right, of it. Right, right. Trying to live my groceries and stuff like right, that. Right, right. Instead of paying, you know, uh, paying the bills, you're buying groceries and paying your own personal bills. When you first started, were you were you and John the the trainers, the the sole trainers? Yes. Well, I met John through St. Louis Training Circle, which was an older gym out of Lent Brewery. No AC, no heat, overhead door was our entry door. Didn't know there was a gym at the brewery. Yeah, yeah. Well, we Sounds sh- like a place I'd work out. We <laughs> share, we'd share a place with the Gateway Championship Wrestling. Yes. So we shared. Oh, I know right where you were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we shared with them. We had a boxing ring and a it wrestling was, it ring. It was right by, off right from Broadway. Yeah. 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 So from Broadway, you can see a Sigma that uh, chemical yeah. place downtown. Yes. Um, right across the street from there. And, so, Neil, and Neil Tucker, uh, the brick bar. Yes, yes. Yeah. They're right across the street from there. I trained in the Dynamo Pro. Okay. Yeah, that's, yep. So same Ooh, building. Stories about the brick. <laughs> we'll save those for, yeah, next for time. another time. <laughs> but yeah, so moving from there, John joined and we became friends. And then when the director um, of Ravens Ridge was having personal issues, he stepped aside. John and I picked up the ball and ran with it. So we're just like, let's. I didn't want to go to Kirkwood Judo or Gracie, a gym. I wanted to keep doing MMA like we were doing. It was very special. It was different than what other people were doing. So we just carried that over. Uh, how long ago was that? That was eight years. <clears throat> yeah, eight years. And then we moved into the 1,000-square-foot place. And then five years grinding, gaining memberships, having that really building the culture. You know, it's different to have a product, but if you have a really good culture and a good, people will hang out for the culture when they believe in your product as well. You must be a very, very busy guy. Yes. <laughs> so we yeah. Contractor by day. Yes. Uh, Leave MMA <laughs> uh, trainer and... Uh, yep. F- fighter as well, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as fights come along, I've got to still work. And so even fight week, I'm either painting or installing tile. So uh, let's, let's take a step back Yeah, here. How old are you? 46. 46 years old. 46. And you have a full-time job. Yes, sir. Run a gym. And yes. you fight still. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a ama- at four, that's, that's amazing at any age. Yeah. At 46, kudos to you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's, um, I don't know. I don't feel the 46. No, your energy. It's more that. <laughs> and it's so cliche to be like, oh, age is just a number. It kind of really is. I just, I feel the way I feel, and I'm only getting better, and I'm in the best shape of my life you, every you, year that goes by. You, you, uh, you give me hope, okay? <laughs> uh, but how did you feel when you were 36? Did, did you always have that youthful kind of energy? I did. Because I complain a lot about. Uh, I still feel like 30 an old man. Six. <laughs> if you, I mean, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Versus like actually like putting a number on my age, I just. I don't know. I'm in the now. Yeah. And I just, I am where I am. I don't uh, chalk it up to anything. I think just taking care of myself and um, staying positive. I do you, positivity. Do you, do, you part, do you party any? I do. I partake, yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I drink. Uh, I partake. But uh, you're a pretty positive individual. You yeah, would yeah. I don't have any room for like negative shit in my life. Uh, that's, you know? that's that youthfulness right there. Yeah, that's probably I think, I that's think the secret. So. I think so. I think just if you stay positive and uh 
not let shit not to get hung up on stuff. I think maybe I spent my twenties getting hung up on things. Most and, of, most of us do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know you go through your thirties and you kind of find yourself. In your forties, you discover yourself, and you know. How do you get into contracting? Was that uh, something you've always done? That was. I have worked for pain industry. I've worked for uh, restoration companies. So I think just my son being diagnosed with autism at age five. Um, I pretty much quit my job to stay home with him. Daycare wasn't working out. We didn't know he wasn't diagnosed yet. We knew something was different. Uh, didn't know what, couldn't put finger on it. And then once we became educated on autism and we were finally told, I ended up quitting my job to stay home, paying for daycare, going to work all week to pay for daycare. I just stay home and be with my son. You know, right. So that ended up allowing me to do projects for family members, and I just kept on with it. So landscaping, can you fix this? Can you fix that? Install tile, all self-taught. I didn't go to school. You're called a hustler. A hustler. Like I, I'll do anything. Like I can make a buck. Like I'm not worried about. Like okay, I have a degree in accounting, and I have to go work for an accounting firm, and I don't know how to fix a anything. You're kind of left with just that way to make a dollar. Man, I can fix anything to make a buck right so i'm okay with where i'm at kind of king of my castle already i don't have anything else to prove and i think that also keeps me feeling young but you staying home with your son yeah uh, i did that for six years that that's that's amazing like yeah. you're you are an amazing individual because uh not not only do men not do that like that's just parents aren't really trying to do that period everybody's yeah. trying to get out of the house get out and work uh but as a man uh, who was raised by a single father mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. Uh, I commend you for that. It's it's, it, a, it, it's a tough thing yeah. to, I think at first I was a little bit like kicking rocks, like, uh, like, you know, I had to stay <laughs> home and do, you know, and then it was like the best thing ever. It was like, we're walking down the street and going fishing right and on a Wednesday afternoon, you <laughs> oh, know? Yeah. And it's like, we do, we do our thing during the day. We had our skills. We had our, uh, the testing, uh, especially with that early on, it was, constant hearing tests compatibility tests social testing um everything eyes i mean they were just trying to figure out what was going on so me being off and being able to take him to all these places and then for a fine a doctor to go he's got autism it was like okay great now we can be educated and start moving on so he can have the best possibly quality of life and He's a professional hip-hop dancer at almost 18 years old now. That's crazy. So, and I think a, a lot of that is mom and I. Does he um, uh, have videos, YouTube, stuff like that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yep, yep. So he's on Instagram, Geminic. Um, he's a Gemini, so he just kind of put those names together. Geminic. Okay, Geminic, cool. yep, yep. And uh, he's got videos so on Instagram. So he's obviously athletic like his dad. Yes, he's right? very athletic. He uh, does stuff I don't even, like he'll do standing side flips. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he could throw a mean high kick. You know what he, I yes, mean? Yes, sir. So yeah. any, any kind of uh, uh, MMA type yeah, stuff Yeah, so he him? was our first kid in kids' class along with my partner, John Kelly, his daughters. They were our first students. So he's uh, extremely athletic, loves to watch martial arts movies, um, great kicks. He's super athletic. Um, yeah, actually he did a photo shoot recently where he was – going crazy and jumping around and you know and the photographer was loving him because he's so athletic you know but yeah he's 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 a he's a cool kid i'm always jealous of people who can dance you know 
Yeah, Danny, are you a dancer? Uh, n- no, I like to pretend I, that I can. Da- I got like two moves <laughs> that I can do to where it, ma- it makes people think I can dance, but they're all from like '89 and '91. So the, uh, the best no. thing I ever heard was uh, "gangsters don't dance." So I just kind of like <laughs> Lane's telling about my I'm excuse. A, that's the day you became a gangster, I had to. I had no choice. I guess I. I guess I just happened to be one. Right. No. Um. So. Uh, so Ravens Ridge. Uh, uh, you're there. You're there every evening. Uh, John and I cycle through, so um, it'll be based. That way, neither of us are really getting too burned out. We can't really, you know, he we used to be there all the time together, which I miss training with them and uh, miss being with them. But we have a business to run, so we kind of have to divide and conquer, you know. Um, so nights that he's teaching the MMA classes, I'm off. But we got a, you know, teaching kids class. Having it three times a week, neither of us are going to do the three classes. So we cycle through. Like today, he's going to be a kid's class. Sundays are his days. Wednesdays are my days. So it's evenly divided up. But basically, yeah, you could say I'm there five out of seven nights out of the week. That's quite yeah, and it, you guys, just, it just rotates. You guys kind of did like a grassroots thing. Uh, you said you took over for somebody, but then you said yeah. the, the first kid's class you guys had was just yours and John's. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then just, uh, you know, friends um, through... Through other members, current members, yeah. were like, hey, my nephew would love to come, or I'll bring, and that that got it going. And then just our culture and our, um, my son having autism, and other kids and parents recognizing that we kind of become the place for kids with special needs that want to get into MMA. So we have quite a few actually in our kids program from that has Asperger's, yeah. autism. Uh, so it's kind of where kind of the place to be to go to for that and the word gets out within that community of autism parents talk parent, we're always at meetings so it's like hey what have you been doing well well they found martial arts they come to raven's ridge they're part of the kids program you know brian higginbotham i've heard of him okay yeah, he, he does the fighting for autism and stuff yeah 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 uh, I've, we've thought about getting into that and got- um but i think there's a lot of kind of like prioritizing you know and then working our way out from there right i'm always really impressed with uh gyms that have a crop of young kids in there yeah because that's you're the just, future of you, the sport yeah you you just you can just look ahead yeah uh, train casey has a situation like that yeah it's just it's crazy impressive he's got a whole bunch of uh like anywhere from 12 to like 16 just this yeah. awesome group of yeah. kids who are dedicated wow, to that gym. that's great and uh and it's really impressive to see and um yeah, Trent Casey's a great guy. Yeah, too. well, that's good to know because we've got this crop that would be seven to twelve. That these kids, if they stick with it, you know, I tell them, I'm like, the idea is, like, you guys keep doing this, you're going to be great humans. You know, you turn 18, you start paying your own membership, you start coming to adult classes. Yeah. Some of you guys can be future instructors, and they get excited about it. They're like, "Oh, you know, I I can do that." It's like, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah, guys can do. It. You know, as, you'll as, know what the culture and what we expect. You can tell them. I was here when I was seven. I was here when I was seven years old, doing exactly what you guys are doing now. You know, and and here I am. I'm an instructor. Uh, any um, so so you haven't outgrown this space yet. Right. No, 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 no. That would be a great problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's, you know, that is the plan. Uh, I'd like to buy a million dollar building and have dorms and showers and a cafe. Where's where's a 
I think you have a great location. It's we obviously do. good for me because it's not yeah, far from. Yes. It's the closest gym to my house. Yep, yep, yep. And there's not a ton of them in South County. I mean, right. there's uh, Finney's is kind of. Uh, it's further down. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, uh, what, what's a, what's a really great location? What would you say for for a, for St. Louis? Yeah, for an MMA gym. If you did open your uh, million dollar facility, where you where know, would you I like think to right where we're at okay. is great because we can get people that will come from St. Charles and drive that and we've got folks from Fairview Heights, Granite City. You know, they drive past 10 gyms to come to come to our place. So like right there just says a lot. It, it speaks volumes to what you yeah, get. Yeah, right. The right, culture right. you have built over there. Yeah. Uh, who are some of your MMA coaches and stuff? Your coaches for fighting? Is it just you? It's John and myself. Uh, obviously, you know, we're the owners, so it's like that's naturally been our role, but bringing in other instructors, Josh Weston, we've brought in. Uh, shoot, I think he's going on close to 50 professional fights. Josh Weston, he's, yeah. he's a stud. Yeah, 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 well, that, yeah. I didn't know he had that many it, fights. It, it, I know he's to, a stud. Total, right? Like MMA. Yeah. And, well, he's got like 15 pro boxing matches. Yeah, it's, acro it's across all avenues of combat sports. So, I mean, sports. he was a champion 11 years ago. So, that'll just show when, you. When I first started fighting, he was at Burgers. And uh, he was leaving yep. at that. He was just yep. leaving at that point to go to Finney's, I believe. So that was ten years ago. Yeah, man. eleven yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. So he's a stud. He's he's solid, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's he he looks like the kind of person who could do like a human uh, flag pole yes. thing. Yes, he does. Like he's just he shaped does. like he he's could a pull it he's off. genetically. He's a he's a freak. <clears throat> he rides his bike everywhere. Does he? Oh yeah, everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter what time of year. You know, he rides his bike miles and miles. It's crazy. Thirty miles a day. Wow. <laughs> so he's insane. he's gearing up for a fight in he's, just a couple weeks, right? He does two weeks. Yep, twenty second for Shamrock FC. Um, and uh, what what weight class is he fighting at? Uh, I think it's gonna be a catch weight at one seventy five. Okay. How yeah. how old is Josh? We've got to be Josh forty. Just turned forty. Yeah. He just <laughs> celebrated forty. Yeah. Uh, I see. I'm impressed. You know, by by uh, you know, 46 fighting. Josh is 40 competing at a super high level. Yep. But I'm also embarrassed at the same time. You <laughs> know, like, it's like, what are your excuses well, now? See, uh, Josh, I'm like, well, he's been doing this a long time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's why he looks like a human flag. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. Yes. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Shamrock. That's uh on the 21st. Where's that's where's the this? one? That's the one in St. Louis. That will be that'll be at Ameristar Casino in St. Charles. Okay. Yep. 22nd. Cool. And you'll uh, be in the corner there with them? Yes. Yes, yes. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so any other uh, fighters in your gym have uh, have anything uh, uh, approaching, any any kind of events? Yeah, we've always got stuff coming up. we got uh, two grapplers that are going to be going to Kansas City in a few weeks. We've got eight-count promotions coming up. So we've got a new guy making his kickboxing debut, um, green, six months. But he's you know obviously competing another green green 185 so that'll be a good fight for him uh he just competed ikf won first place in his division uh but he, so so he's he's new to this he's new yeah he's new so but he's but he's ready a, he's ready he's ready he's good yeah, okay. yeah so but we've always got stuff coming up so whether it's grappling tournaments kickboxing tournaments uh especially now that we're getting busy with it shamrock i believe this is the longest layoff for shamrock only because they go to kansas city and then the schedule's off but Every other month, I'd say, or every month, we got stuff going on. And you yourself, uh, you you have a plans to do have another. fight. I'm going to take point. a couple fights this year, yeah, for sure. That's April awesome. 9th will be the next card here in St. Louis, but the first fights back at Lumiere since the shutdown. 
So which is exciting. I fought at Lumiere. That's a nice place, and it's five minutes from my house. Yeah, I like Lumiere. <laughs> so super close. Uh, what? When's the end game? Do you see the end game? I don't. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't want to know that I had my last fight. Right. Okay. I, I don't. I don't, don't want to go into and that. I, I don't want to bring up negativity or anything. No. But I just no. Had, I, had to, I had to ask the Dude, question. I'll fight till I'm fifty. I don't give a fuck. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're okay. fucking okay. good. All right. You're good. Yeah. Man. No. I. I like I said. I'm only getting better. Be dumb for me to stop now um i'm only getting better i'm only being able to showcase skills better on that level and that pressure so i mean yeah bring it yeah i'll keep going (laughs) i train with young studs anyway so i mean you get to you get yeah but you got to pull the gloves off and throw them in the ring you know right down yeah you know that's that's your send off i'm I'm with you that's the send off but i'm I'm with you i don't like it's a great attitude i don't like um drama or attention which is weird because when you do That's that, you're out thing. there yes. and you've got thousands <laughs> of people and you're in your underwear and they're watching you, <laughs> you know? So, but that's, you know, I don't particularly like, uh, you know, that's drama. You're doing that for whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I try to avoid that stuff. No, I, I can respect that because it's like the complete opposite of me. Uh, I don't appreciate the drama, but I don't. I love being the center of attention. <laughs> yeah, okay, right like, on. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of the fight game was walking to the cage because yeah. everybody was looking at yeah, me. Yeah, That's yeah. probably why I didn't stick around as long as I should. Yeah. <laughs> he, he told a story about his first fight on the show yesterday. He yeah. sold 95 tickets Ni- to your first 96 freak. to my first. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, it was that, pretty. That, it, it was fun. It was a lot yeah, of fun. I yeah, am, uh, I'm the opposite of that. Like, like I, I can... When I consider, like in my head, about doing a fight, I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna do it and not tell anybody. Yeah, and we've got folks like that. That's why, I like, some of the smaller shows or out of town, you can go out of town. You don't have to tell anybody. We had a guy that was finishing up his, uh, his master's degree, and he didn't want his family. His no. family wanted him to f- finish school, get this degree, then you can, you know, do it. So he took a couple. He took a kickboxing bout. <laughs> he took an MMA fight, and then he got his degree. Now he can tell his family and be more selling right. tickets get people there but uh, the low keyness i get that no the, i get the low keyness there's still a stigma to it too yeah where like people think you're bar- it's barbaric or which right, is which right. is false guys because yeah. like you said there's people with all different types of degrees and walks of life to come in to do yeah. this and uh it, it's it, it takes intelligence to yes. do the sport yeah to learn it and all the different it does the backgrounds and uh what goes into a fight mm-hmm. preparation there's a lot more to it than people give it credit oh, for yeah, absolutely yeah there is uh, do you um, do you follow UFC, Bellator, yes. Uh, Pro? Yes, all that's that all my news feed. Okay, that's yeah. pretty much all my news feed. Is, I'm addicted is to fighting. it. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. constant, yeah. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, tossing and turning. I'm like, UFC. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, upcoming uh, is um, UFC 270, Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gain in a couple yeah. weeks. Thoughts? I think Kanye's going to knock him out. Really? Yeah. Danny, I'll thoughts? Bu- I'll uh, I'll throw the five dollars in. We got a five dollar bet. Five dollar bets today, five, guys. It's going to be a murder. I'm in. I'm, it's going to be a murder. Let me go ahead and uh, and and give you my explanation for this. Cyril Cyril Gain is just he's just a different animal yep. at heavyweight. I, and I I I know that. I, I'm aware of of what strengths Ngannou has and what he's bringing to the fight. We've all seen it. Uh, none of these heavyweights have have dealt with a guy like Gang. None of them. I, no. none, of the, Actually, none of these heavyweights except for the Black Beast have dealt with a guy like Ngannou. None. <clears throat> they all go to sleep. Stipe Miocce, the greatest heavyweight champ we've had, we've had, yeah. went to sleep. Yeah. Um, 
I, now, and and this people read into this kind of stuff a little bit too much, and I'm not trying to do that, but it's worth bringing up. I mean, you know that they were training partners, and you know what the stories that are coming out about right, those training right, sessions right. were, those sparring sessions. Yep, yep. There, I, it's pretty clear that Cyril Gain was working in Ganu, I think. Hey, you remember, and that was probably early. But it could be Gano. Gano. He's, he's remember new. in Gano when he fought uh, he's still Stipe new. the first time, and he, he just bush, bull rushed into everything. He didn't do nothing. And when they fought the second time, he was circling. Way he was throwing boxing punches. Yep. He looked a lot better. So uh, he's just going to get he's better from there on now. And then Alistair Overeem's head is still way <laughs> up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his neck stretched oh, out. Yeah, like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like, too. A fucking Pez dispenser. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. All right, five bucks. I got five oh, yeah. bucks yep. on game. Yep. Yep. Jason, we're, you heard yep. it here on the show. And yep. I'm pretty sure that everybody except for the people we brought on the show, like uh, Hollywood, I said, Las Vegas, I'm pretty sure has uh, uh, the other uh, the other guy is the favorite. And Ganu's the underdog, if oh. I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Zero yeah. game yeah. is the favorite. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I am I don't think that. Uh, that could change. Uh, what do we have? I, I, I don't know what the odds are, but I, but I know that they're. Uh, I thought Zero Game was the favorite the last time I looked. Yeah. I think it's uh <clears throat> hey Sal, you wanna go ahead and check out those odds for us? Um yeah, but uh but there's been quite a layoff uh for the UFC. Um it's a bummer. Um I, yeah. I it's when people ask me what I'm doing this weekend. Is that even money? I already <laughs> I, I already know what I'm doing. Yep. Oh look, it, it is it even. Like, it's even money now. It's, oh, it's even I, right I, now. I, yeah, I knew it's gonna it's gonna change. It's gonna start to switch. Uh, also, Moreno versus uh, Figueroa. Yeah. Um, uh, that I didn't. I didn't see that fight going the way that it went. No, I did not. No. Nope. That that Figueroa guy. I I say his name wrong. I know it. <laughs> dude, he is like for a little dude. He's kind of scary. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. The way yeah. he looks and acts and carries himself. Yeah. He's an aggressive uh, yeah. dude. He stands in there. We're gonna overlook the uh, the most inspiring thing that happened in twenty twenty one. Brandon, was did that? you not see the speech that he gave? I did not. I did not succeed. Pull up his speech, yeah. and he talks about not succeeding today, and it may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen next month. Oh, but yeah. one day, he did. One day, yeah. I will be champion. I swear to God. Yep. I, pr- I promise you. Yeah, and he did. I'm he getting was, goosebumps. He was almost out of the UFC at yes. one point. Uh, I, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about yeah. it because uh, then he went on to dominate this. The, I think it was their second fight that he, they dominated. The first one was a draw. Right or, or something like that, yeah. And then the second one, there was a point taken in that fight too, so it was a little bit of a controversial. Mm. Um, in the first one, yeah. And then the second one, there was no doubt. Oh yeah, no. The kid rocked him, and yep. then got the sub. Yep. Uh, we have a horrendous fact checker guy over here. <laughs> well, this laptop's not the fastest laptop. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even punch another uh, one. Um, this is the speech. Yep. Here, let's see here. He's a, he's a great ambassador too. Oh, this is the just one for the sport. Yes, he is a great great ambassador. Yeah, and I just love people that his speech was like something that somebody wrote in a movie, and that you don't you don't think that like really happens in real yeah, life. Yeah, should I play it? Like, yeah. uh, that's go ahead and push play. Nick Diaz. Uh, all right, no sound there. Not sure what's going on with that. Um. But yeah, yeah, he 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 came back from almost uh, losing his uh, UFC career, right? Right, yes. right. and yeah. uh, you know, look at that. Um, and was that second fight in Mexico, Mexico City? This is the oh, one. This is the second right. fight. Yeah, that was huge. I was in Mexico for the uh, for the first one. Where are you now? And, yeah, 
uh, I, well, I was there for a while. Uh, <laughs> what were you doing in Mexico? <laughs> um, what was going on there? Hanging out, having a good time. There you go. Many, many great stories. I, I watched the Mike Tyson fight down there, and I was the only one who who cared because everywhere you go, it's just yeah, it's, nightlife. It's just it's it's nightlife. All day. All the time. It starts, I mean, you're going out for breakfast and it's just the music's playing, man. And it's, Mario, uh, geez. so I, uh, but, but they were, they were excited about, um, <laughs> about that fight. They, they, uh, I was actually, I came home the week before the Canelo fight, man. I wanted to stay one more week mm. just oh. to be there for that. I bet oh, that'd wow. be nuts down there. Yeah. Wow. Like almost, almost too much fun. Um, Hey guys, do you want to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back? I think we're going to play Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, a little bit later Sounds in the show, good. Sal will do a blues minute too. Excellent. All right, right take on. a little break. We'll be right back. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, Jason Gavril still in studio yes, with sir. us. Jason, uh, you ready to play a game of Rotten Tomatoes? Let's do it. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, uh, we're gonna. Uh, I, I'm gonna host it. Uh, Sal's sometimes Sal is going to uh, sit in for his first time playing Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes with us. Uh, appreciate that, Sal. Um, you guys already know the rules of the game. You're guessing uh, uh, what the Rotten Tomatoes score is of the movie. Uh, so, um, in honor of uh, uh, the late great uh, John Madden, uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a, uh, a sports themed uh, game of Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Uh, and our first movie is. Uh, raised by his overproductive mother, Helen, Bobby Boucher Jr. <laughs> is the water boy for a successful college football team coached by Red mm. Billiou. Uh, when, uh, what is that? Boulet? Bobby Boucher. When, when Boulou fires Bobby, uh, he takes up the uh, same position for his losing rival team, led by uh, disparaging coach Klein. Uh, after witnessing Bobby beat up on a player who teased him too much, Klein adds him to the roster as a linebacker. Soon, Klein's players are championship contenders. The movie is Waterboy. Ooh. Fantastic movie. Uh, I Great. laughed the whole time. Awesome. Um, are you a fan of Adam Sandler movies? Yes. Yes. Isn't everybody, though? Like, who doesn't yeah. like Adam Sandler movies? I think he's Happy Madison. super overrated. Oh, do you really? Yeah. I, I don't know why I just never bit. You didn't like it. it. You didn't like Waterboy. It uh, no, it it was. Mama it was said. Fine. Mama said. <laughs> my mama said. What'd you say about Mama? I think Waterboy was one of his last good movies. But yeah. Was, I, I think started. Waterboy was one of his last good movies. <laughs> I mean, that's how you talk all the time. So I don't know why you're making fun of me. Oh. You talk. Uh, uh, I, so do you? I don't believe the critics scored this very high, though. Okay. Uh, do you guys have a score uh, ready for Waterboy? Yep. <laughs> uh, Sal, what do you got? Eighty uh, percent. Okay. Uh, Danny. Fifty-four. Uh, All righty. I Jason? do not. Sixty. I do not agree with the score of the uh, what I believe the critics gave it, but I don't believe that they like Adam Sandler very much. Right. So that's why I went with my fifty-four. The movie was fantastic. Did Did you like any of the uh, the later uh, Adam Sandler runs at a little little more of a uh, like punch dramatic role? No, no, no. You didn't like no, any of that? No, no. Right, what was the uh, what, fifty dates? Fifty first dates, I believe, is the, the best movie of, that he's ever made. Okay, 
I love that movie. Okay, that so we know where we stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the Water Boy is like rotten at thirty at thirty four percent. Thirty four. That's that's harsh. The audience gave it seventy one percent. This is very that's, typical, probably for, uh, for I, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, okay, our next movie in Virginia: High school football is a way of life, an institution revered. Each game celebrated more lavishly than Christmas. Each playoff distinguished more grandly than any national holiday. And with such recognition comes powerful emotions. In 1971, high school football was everything to the people of Alexandria. But when the local school board was forced to integrate an all-black school with an all-white school, the very foundation of football's great tradition was put to the test. In 2000... Uh, was when it was released. The movie is Remember the Titans. My personal opinion, I believe this is one of the, it's probably the best football movie of all time. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, yep. I also think that it scored very high with the critics on this one. So I'm going to go with a 93. What? A big 93. Whoa. <clears throat> this movie was, it had, it had everything. Uh, it had uh, Denzel Washington. What, there you go. <laughs> that, that's what everything. Else? Yeah, what else what, do you need? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it, I don't know about launching the career of a lot of great of actors. I don't know about great actors, but there's a lot of guys that were that starred in this movie or played in this movie that went on to do bigger roles and other things. Yep. Um, I I was um, on a football team where I, there was me and one other white dude on mm-hmm. the team, and uh, what happens is uh, the white guy is always called Sunshine. Because of this movie, <laughs> that's that, awesome. Yeah. That is funny. So you, know, you were you were called Sunshine. It's kind of like hair. being the only uh, like white dude at a black boxing gym. Yeah, you're, you're danger now. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When happened, you play basketball like that. Like uh, I played for Cleveland. And it was only one of two white guys on the team. They just called us white boy. Yeah. <laughs> no confusion. Jimmy, Jimmy Devaney shot out. He was the other white guy. It's either me or him. Yeah. Um, Sal, thoughts on the movie? Uh, I'm not a big on some of these like serious football movies. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, the deep. It's the it's deeper story. I, I mean, I didn't hate the movie or anything. I thought it was a good movie. It's so you right. hate not for me. you hate babies and kick puppies, huh? That's what well, I hear right I now. If you're I saying you didn't, baby or if this puppy, wasn't if this wasn't your top favorite football movie of all time. Or in the in the top, it could be the greatest football movie of everything, and it still would mean nothing to me just because it's a football movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's, hates, it's okay. He hates babies, guys. Do you do you, do yeah. you do the same thing with hockey movies? Do no, you like I serious like hockey movies? Some of uh, the hockey stuff I like, some of it I don't. Like the movie Miracle, I thought was okay. Okay, like, it's just super cheesy, you know. It, but it's a great story. <clears throat> Very know? Hollywood. Yeah, when they take some of these <laughs> stories of these real life situations of segregation and trying to put it together you got it hollywood has to do something with it to make you watch a two-hour film right so that's where these stars come in and you know and you gotta give them credit they did an amazing job yeah they did a good job do you think football is a vehicle to get the message do you think uh do you think the critics like it sal what do you think the critics gave it it an 80 percent all right jason do you have a score i'm gonna say 60 Again. 60? Yeah. Sal said 80 for the second time, and Jason said 60 for yeah. the second time. There are other possible scores, guys. <laughs> All are, right. Are there other numbers? <laughs> Remember the Titans is certified fresh at 73. Ooh, oh, so wow. So I win that? Hmm. I think I won. Hmm. Uh, now I'm trying to take in consideration yes. of them watching the actual the trailer of it, the build-up, the overall point of the film. I'm actually surprised that it's only 73. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Me too. What did, the, what did the fans give that one? 
93. Somebody hit that right on the head. Yeah. <laughs> no extra points for uh, nailing the fan score. Uh, our next movie, my favorite football movie of all time. Very underrated. Four years ago, D'Amato, Miami Sharks, uh, were D'Amato's Miami Sharks were at the top. <coughs> now his team is struggling with three consecutive losses, sliding attendance, and aging heroes, particularly 39-year-old quarterback Jack Cap Rooney, played by Dennis Quaid. Off the field, D'Amato is struggling with a failed marriage and estranged children and is on a collision course with uh, Christina uh, Pagniacci, who's played by Cameron Diaz, the young president co-owner of the Sharks organization. Uh, and then he brings in uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willie Beeman. Uh, the movie star. is Any Given Sunday. Willie Beeman. I've never even seen it. Now, this, I, I think, is one of the best football movies. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's man, it's, yeah, it actually launched Jamie's, Foxx's career after being in In Living Color yeah. and him taking a serious acting role. Because there were some serious scenes in that movie that really, I mean, it kind of became kind of a cultural cultural movie or what um an iconic cultural movie it, it 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 has a lot going for it oliver stone directed it and uh and uh on par with with oliver stone directed movies is there was controversy during filming did you ever hear these stories really? uh, jamie fox and uh, ll cool j fought for real really yeah like more than once who won LL Cool J. I would imagine, but yeah. he, he knocked him Mama, out cold. Mama said, "Knock <laughs> you out." Yeah. <laughs> what they get into it over? Uh, I I think uh, I think uh, they just didn't get along because they're both just these like alpha male type. Well, Jamie Jamie Fox was you know LL I, Cool J's been that dude for yeah. But I was assume, I was assume Jamie Fox was making fun of him like with technical words and trying to be funny, and LL didn't find that shit uh, funny. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying right. to whoop him with words, and now LO was like, "Yeah, what's up?" That's why their scenes are minimalized in the movie. The the uh, the one guy who plays a wide receiver, I forget his name. He's a comedian, uh, awesome dude. He, he when he tells the story about it, it's absolutely hysterical. I'm gonna I'll, I'll look it up when we're done here because I do want to see that. It's wow. really good. Um, I love this movie. The first time I saw it, I was on acid, and uh, it. I don't know. Maybe that's why I loved it. But I, I really I saw you, it. you went on acid to to the movie theater to no, see. No, I was I was in my room. Uh, at, at home, I I went to saw I haven't seen Cable Guy. I didn't go anywhere on, on, on shrooms. <laughs> oh, that what a great oh movie! Oh my for that. god, yeah, where he's running down the hall and like headbutting. The, oh my gosh! Um, but yes, I think greatest football movie right here. I I I, you I said love that, that about you said the last football. No, he said that about this no. one. I said it about the last one. Yeah. Okay. Well, Get him, right. Sal. Get him. I'm just keeping it straight. Good, here. good, good. You know? What do you think the critics thought, though, Sal? I haven't seen. I've seen parts of it, and I think that uh, honestly, if I'm going to watch a football movie, it'd probably be this one. And I haven't seen it though, but I, I think they gave it seventy five percent. Damn it, fifty. Jason, eighty. The opening scene of this movie is insane. I I I, I think that I think they it gets you right from right from the get go. It it has like so much testosterone. It does. I mean, uh, uh. Oh, who the fucking linebacker? God damn it. I can't even think of his name right now. Right Lawrence there. Taylor. Oh, LT. Yeah, yeah Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was good. Yeah. He was good. He was movie. really good. Yeah. Jim Brown has well, he's done other acting. Has has been an icon for, for me since I was he was my favorite football player of all time. Did you never even, even watch? as a really young Yeah. Uh I know, it's weird. I, yeah. I was just I was just uh like raised to idolize him yeah. as as the greatest well, ever. So so having him in the movie, he was he was excellent yeah. in it. Uh James Woods 
He's he's <laughs> he steals every scene, man. Yep, that guy's great. He's uh, he's I'm pretty sure he's banned I think on the Twitter. Movie, I think the movie was good. I don't think that I didn't think really anybody at the time thought it was good though. That's exactly like I don't really. remember. I don't remember. I remember watching it and being like, oh, I like this movie, right? But I don't remember it being like some riveting thing. I th- right. I don't know about parody, but it was it was like glamified to make all like I I didn't think it was like I loved it because it showed it showed like behind the scene like like stuff with the coordinators and shit in the locker room that you never see in other football movies it wasn't there was a lot of like off the field like stuff stuff going on yeah like like i feel like oliver stone was able to do that because he he just has such a big scope Mm -hmm. you know he was able to collect it all and put it into a movie the way that i mean and when Willie Beeman starts doing the, uh, all about him and the commercials and stuff, yep. and the offensive lineman, like, that shit's not real though. The offensive lineman just like let their quarterback yeah, get smashed. Yeah, that was more Dion. That was more like <laughs> more like prime time. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought they took it from of, too. Yeah, and, yeah. I, that that part was still resonates in my head. Was hard to uh, like Hollywood. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, any given Sunday is rotten at fifty two percent. Oh my god! What? what? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's not a. Bullseye, but it's fucking close. <laughs> wow, that's that's a that's a good guess there. I uh, the the audience has it at seventy three. Um, what did I say, seventy four? You said eighty. Oh, eighty. Okay. Yeah. You said seventy five. Sal was yep. at seventy five. What did I say again? He cock blocked me on 50. that one. Oh, I said fifty. That's right. I did too. Yeah, fifty. You, did. Well, um, you got this one. Let's see if you can do another. Yeah. Our next movie, American Underdog, tells the ins- uh, in. Inspirational true story of Kurt Warner, who went from a stock boy at a grocery store to a two-time NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion, and Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, The movie is American Underdog. Um, It just came out. I haven't seen this. I saw it. Just came out. You did see it. I did see it. You did. And I'm gonna admit something. I was fucking sobbing at that fucking movie, man. Really? I was crying. I might. I might cry too. Yeah. I'm a. I'm like that, dude. I get emotional. Something gets your heartstrings. Gets it. I, I there's like this if struggle, a, man. Yeah. He, he he struggled. He really yeah, did. To, yeah, to, yeah. And and he was he was too walled and he was dismissed. Right. I didn't know that he was signed by the Packers first and sent home after the first day. He never even got to throw the ball. Really? Uh, that's, that's, I thought he came right from the Arena League. Uh, this is before the Arena League. This was uh he, oh, when he when he okay. wasn't drafted. Okay. It was the following okay. year they picked him up. Um, and he, he didn't even get a chance to really... Um, so, uh, uh, wow. is there a reason for that in the movie? They tell you that the Packers cut him without... I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure they... In, in, the, in the scene, he... Um, uh, He's he's at practice and uh, the uh, coach or coordinator or somebody says, "All right, Kurt, jump in there, uh, take some snaps." And he tells him, he says, "You guys haven't even given me the playbook yet. Uh, I, I let me let me let me look at the plays before I jump in there." And the coach looks at him and he turns and he walks away and he calls him into his office later and he says, uh, "Good luck," and he sends <laughs> him on his way. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" But he was there for one day. There's probably, there's probably a lot of truth to that, too. Yeah, because yeah. he, yeah. he made sense. And yeah. Kurt Warner doesn't seem like he would uh, dictate that right. a reoccurrence and make somebody look bad. Like that's Unless that's his. really what happened. Yeah, right, right, right. So who was the coach at the time? Was it? Uh, oh, it, it's cool because in that movie, they uh, you can tell that number four in the Packers is Brett Favre, you know, and then they had a guy who looked like Mike Holmgren. It wasn't Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's <laughs> you know, uh, you're, they, so they, Holmgren uh, was the coach who was like, "All right, see you." No, yeah. it wasn't him. So it was a coordinator. It was a different right, guy. Right, right, right. Um, Offensive the Kurt, guy who's in charge. Uh, when I used to live over there um, in South City, uh, Kurt Warner built three houses across the street in a vacant lot to do what with to give them away. Did he give him away? Yeah. 
and there's still people living over there with a white picket fence and flowers and no it's it's uh <laughs> there's homes uh the neighborhood is um he, he meant well yeah, yeah, yeah he did yeah, he yeah. meant well habitat for humanity and probably the time yeah what, two two thousand yeah <clears throat> it was uh like five years ago, he did it. Oh wow! Yeah, so he's oh. still around St. Yes. Louis yeah. and, yes. and doing all this. Stuff. Well, that's I what, love him. I think he's great. I think I think uh, St. Louis does that to everybody who comes to play sports here. There's a, like Wayne Gretzky still owns a home here. Everybody who comes to play here. Don't bring up Wayne Gretzky around <laughs> Sal. Yeah, Sal hates Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> no, ladies. But it happens to a lot of players that we get here. They, 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 they used to be there. Like Wayne Gretzky's what? married to a St. Louis woman, dude. That's <clears> why. Did he meet her here? He. I don't know if he met her here, but he, it he, sounds about right. He lives here right now. Because so her he's, family's uh, here. He's is... staying with his uh, mother-in-law. So he actually lives in St. Louis. She's staying with him. <laughs> well, either way, the, the great you get one. What I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm sure I, he's covering some bills. Yeah, yeah you get what I mean. Sal, uh, hey Jason, Sal says that uh, Wayne Gretzky is not the greatest hockey player of all time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's probably the greatest but i don't i think that there's some some real arguments the, the disbelief made. sure the because disbelief the look on his face well okay watch a game from 1985 really watch any hockey game today it is like three times faster the defense is way better the coaching's better the goalies are well, better. That's how just, the, like that's how the teams were terrible back then yeah the t- like the teams were horrible back yeah, then. Yeah, like yeah. watch the goalies; they look ridiculous. Well, I they think uh, strength and conditioning programs and stuff like that were a lot different. These guys would be able to get yeah. away with with uh, extra curricular activities without being like it is now, where it's like things are banned and uh, different chemical or different. Uh, growth hormones and things like that are not allowed. So it's like, uh, and yeah. you got these young studs that are starting hockey out at early age. You know, the the, the game the game evolves. So like every other sport, unfortunately, yes. they, they They're gonna get, get better. softened. Right. So like, the, so the other part of that argument, uh, Sal, is the game was tougher back then too. No, yeah, that's so a valid, that's so a valid point. so yeah. that's 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 the whole thing about why Dan Marino should still be considered one of the greatest quarterbacks, really high on the mm-hmm. list, because he was doing it when the rules were going to hard against you. Right, when no, it uh, not, wasn't so much safety argument. about the quarterback. Right. Now these guys are kind of protected. Oh, you hit so, me. Who is the number uh, one leading goal scorer of all time? Everybody knows who that is. Who is it? Who is it? Let's, uh, who's the number one leader in assist of all time? Who's the number one leader in assist of all time? What color is this time? guy, Sal? Exactly. That makes the fucking point, Sal. You don't know what color this guy is because you said, well, he's not the greatest no more. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. All right. Well, just watch a video of I, Sidney Crosby in practice, or uh, Connor McDavid just sift through four or five. Do you guys know any other hockey players yeah, besides yeah, yeah. those two? Like, and tell me that Wayne Gretzky could do that. Like he, he, he does did do stuff like that, but he did it to slow, crappy defensemen, terrible goalies, and bad coaching. Right. Right. They and both like, still played against white people, so it's against the same style people. <laughs> well, slow. Yeah, unathletic. I'm not sure that everything is a black versus white issue, Danny. But we can go into that. Too. Okay, okay. That's remember the Titans, guys. We already covered that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, all right. The American, message. Back the to message. American Underdog, which we were talking. What? About. What? Uh, do you guys have thoughts about what the uh, what this movie might be scored? It's uh, I guess I'd, tough because you didn't I think see it's it? high because it's I would feel say good, high. It's a feel good movie, mm-hmm. but then it's got that St. Louis effect to it. Where, who yeah. really likes us? That's a good point. Nobody. It's St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. I got my like, oh, they think they're the greatest sports city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we are. And I would assume a lot of these critics are from Boston or New York, the East Coast, where they just shit on St. Louis. Oh, so. yeah. For sure. Uh, mm. Scores, guys? 54 for the Silver Fox. Ooh, wow, he's going low. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, I think Danny touched on a good point there. I'm going to go 80%. I'm also going 80. That's the third time you picked 80, Sal. It's a it's a very good score to pick. <laughs> it's, it's the best it's score to pick. pick. It's a very good one. Uh, American Underdog is certified fresh at 74%. Look at, That's the, fan, why look at the fans. 98 with the fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that I believe. This came out on Christmas Day, and uh, I, I wanted to support it, you know, just because I'm a nerd about St. Louis and Kurt Warner and shit. But uh, uh, I couldn't get a ticket no. for two weeks. Like, it was, it was full. Like, when, I, when I went and seen, uh, but I'm sure that's only Spider-Man. here. <laughs> yeah, when I went yeah, seen the Spider Man yeah. movie, when I went seen the Spider Man movie, it was our, that was sold out, yeah. and that was uh, a week or so ago. Um, it's like drive to Highland, Illinois, and just go over there and catch it. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you might have to go out of four, town. To four, see yeah. it. Just go 45 minutes, go find a nice little complex, and yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure places in Cleveland give no shits about this movie. <laughs> yeah. There were probably there were probably is two tickets. On, sold. Is it yeah. like an HBO Max type thing too? It's like where it's at the theaters and. Or is it just Ooh, exclusive? I, I do not know mm. if it's streaming yet. Uh, I did look the other day before I went to see it, and I and it hadn't it wasn't released okay. for streaming at the time. All right, our last movie today, guys, is Bring not it. is not a football movie, but famous for its uh, awesome commentating. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, an endearing assortment of oddballs who improperly oh, won division championship uh, the division championship last season, have since lost their edge due to personal pursuits and the excesses of fame. Rick Wild Thing Vaughn does lucrative endorsements, but his killer fastball is gone. While once aggressive slugger Pedro Serrano, Serrano. has become a laid-back <laughs> Buddhist, but as the players realize the they've one? all gone astray, they all rally stayed. for a shot at the World Series. This is, uh, in 2004, uh, Major League Two, this did not come out in May 2004, did it? Oh, oh no, no, 1994. Did I, I say 2004? Say, 1994. Yeah, like there's no way yeah. this came out in 2004. So this is the second major league. <laughs> yeah. When um, Vaughn had all the endorsement deals and stuff, and uh, Serrano was getting ready to go be the Allstate commercial guy. <laughs> I this, forgot yeah. that that's who yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. This is I told, I told my, my girl movies. that the other day. She's like, get out of here. It's like, that yeah. is him. That is Joe him. Boo. Joe Boo. Joe Boo, yeah. Joe Boo. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like, you know, we're not piss on Joe. <laughs> and then didn't he like, didn't he blow up or something like that? Did in the back happen? of the head. <laughs> yeah. The ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. He's like, yeah. Joe Boo's going to get That was in part one. You. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that was yeah, in part yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. The Joe Boo. Uh, was Randy Quaid in this one? No. Or only the first one? Was Randy Quaid in No, he was in the very end of this one. Okay. I yeah. think because I think he didn't. Well, I didn't. See, I don't remember seeing. I at least I don't remember seeing throughout the whole movie. And then when at the very end, when they're getting ready to win it all and stuff, he says the same thing about "I told you, spring training." Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wild thing. You Too make high. my butt sting. <laughs> or something. He's yeah. back. He's back. <clears throat> and he said, "Shut it. Put it in your pie hole and shove it, or something yeah. like that." Uh, yeah, but but this this is on the list, uh, not being a football movie, but because the commentating was was hilarious. Bob Uker, oh, yeah, just Bob a bit outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I am horrible. I'm doing horrible. Major League Two. I'm gonna go see because I don't. I think that like if, if you liked it, you're probably sitting in his room right now. Uh, I don't think the critics like this one at all. I'm gonna go fifty five. Sal, you're gonna say eighty, right? <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna like, go. What's another I'm number? gonna go sixty-five. <laughs> Let me think. And this is one of my favorite movies, though. It really is. 
Um, it speaks to who he over, is. Over, do, you, do you like it more than the first one? Yeah, I did like to say, yeah, the second better than the first. But okay. this, the first one's really good on its own, too. Yeah. yeah. It's just the second one was just, oh, it just everything was better. Like, Yeah. yeah. Com- comedy was different back then. I think that young people the first one don't had get it. Wesley Snipes. The second one had Omar Epps. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. White Lightning and Black Thunder or some shit like that with Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason? Uh, 54. Ooh, keeping it tight. Yep. Last one of the game. Major League Two is rotten at 5%. <laughs> Get the fuck I told you the movie, the people Whoa. know and like it. That is smelly ass that is rotten. That's crazy. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm going to tally up the scores. What's the, what was the people's choice? <clears throat> 45. Okay. Only. Okay. Uh, not even the people like it. <laughs> I, I just remember being really cheesy. Like everything about it yeah. was so different. Yeah. Than the first one was like awesome and authentic, or coming across and, yes. made, yeah. and real. It just it had uh, it had it all. It had the, and the first one or the second one had the, it was just Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. I think the first one might they have been were a low budget. To force it. It might have been lower bu- lower budget and stuff, and that's what the second I, one was I like. I loved Serrano's character in the second one because he was evil in the first one, and right? And then the second one, he's all like Buddha. Yes. And then they have to like get him to be evil again to like play well or something. They gotta like yeah like, <laughs> to get him to start hitting home runs. Yeah, he's he was too at peace. Yeah, they started like switching his uh, statue in his locker. Yeah, or something. It's like you know. are upsetting Joe Boo. <laughs> gonna take a Joe Boo. Oh, they had to get some. Oh, that wasn't this movie. They had to get some chicken to uh, take the curse off the glove. <laughs> Uh, what Last was the guy's season. name? Who was the catcher? In the oh. second one, it was the guy who threw down for, or couldn't had a hard time throwing back oh, in the picture. Berenger? Uh, Tom, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. Uh, who was the catcher in the second one? He was the guy who couldn't throw. Uh, what, do you remember his name in the movie? He couldn't throw down the, or back to the pitcher properly. Uh, he had to get him uh, getting these magazines to read off these women's undergarment <laughs> sizes and stuff like that. Um, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I could see his face. But you should have known right away as soon as they didn't have Wesley Snipes in the second one. Yeah. That it wasn't going to be. It, mm. Nah. White lightning and black thunder yeah, killing too. everybody. Yeah, he definitely so wasn't doing his taxes. This is part of the movie. Mine died the hardest. Mine fell the worst or some shit oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine are the deadest. Mine are the deadest. <laughs> <laughs> or I like how uh, in the second one he, he's got like this snooty girlfriend and so he changed his haircut. Rick Vaughn, like, yeah. Yeah, and like. Trying to get all this general meals and stuff yeah, like that, the endorsements. Yeah, like snooty and rich, and he wears like suits now because of it. And... I think that's when Randy hey, Quaid came like back rips in. The sleeves off yes. his suits. Yeah, <laughs> that's when Randy Quaid came back in the movie when they uh he was talking shit at the end of the movie, and then Rick Va- Rick Vaughn says uh, "blow it out your ass" or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh my god, he's back! He's back! <laughs> he's back! He's back!" And then boom, like, yeah. like they're leaving it off for a. He's major, like, I told you in spring training, Major League Three. We we need to we need to soon. do a segment where we do a Randy Quaid update. Uh, every once in a while because you know it's going to be just something ridiculous like five degrees of Randy Quaid <laughs> yeah. he now lives a hole in a hole in the woods somewhere I wouldn't be surprised I wonder if he has enough money to just carry him for the rest of his yeah, life he identifies as a mole uh, depending I mean, on what his spending habits are like yeah he's yeah. living off of total recall money <laughs> was he in total recall the first one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah was he yeah he was no. one of the no, 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 yeah. no, no. No, was his name dead? was Quaid in the movie, but I don't think Randy Quaid was in it. I thought he was one of the a character. I don't I think I thought he was so. in the bar uh, scene. No. Well, I thought he was in the bar when they're trying he? to... He may have been. He may have been. Uh, Actually, do, that... do we have a fact checker on this show? <laughs> if, we, if, we we if only we did. <laughs> hey, guys, I've got our scores ready. Let's hear it. Um, let's see. It was a tight game. 
Sal, you're on the podium. All right. Uh, you scored 142. Is that good? No, that's not good. No. That's uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty bad. Uh, now Danny and Jason, pretty tight scores. Uh, Jason, your score was 70. Okay. Danny. Danny, you're high. You cheat. You cheated again. Your score. 94. Jason, you win the game. Oh, what? Wow. Yes. It's two days in a row. I've been cheated, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the thought, guests come in and dominate. This is two days in a row. Nine miles. Nice. I've been I've been pencil whipped. I'm nice. gonna, I'm going to appeal to the judges. I've not seen any Randy Quaid in the uh, really. In the, I was his name was Quaid. It, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, Arnold yes, yes. Schwarzenegger's name is Quaid in the movie. Yeah, but I thought he was one of his content. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. I think you're thinking of a different. Movie. It's like a it's a futuristic '80s. Yeah, but it's it's his brother Dennis Quaid. Okay, you're thinking of Enemy Mine, maybe. You, Inner space. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let me look at it. It's it, the, what what um what two brothers are more different. Than than Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid. I know Emilio Estevez looks Keeper nothing like Southern. Charlie Sheen. Right, they do Keeper. as they've gotten older. <clears throat> the, oh, as okay. they've gotten older, you can see they all, they both look just like their dad and like each other. Okay, their noses are similar. That their lines are starting to set in. Their cheeks pop out a little uh, more. Okay, yeah. Um, hey guys, but that was Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you very much for playing. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're gonna play Squared Up, uh, which is a segment brought to you by Halsey Roofing. Uh, Halsey Roofing. Thank you for that. Um, so Jason, yes, so sir. I'm going to just, uh, just read off like a, like a word or a phrase. Okay. Um, we, we kind of keep it moving a little bit, just your thoughts on, yeah. uh, whatever, whatever I say, if you have none, just, uh, just defer, uh, no thoughts on that. Okay. And then I'll ask Danny about the same thing. Okay. But I'll start, I'll say, uh, Hey Jason, CTE thoughts on CTE, the, um, the head injury, the head trauma, uh, concussion, um, uh, the the what I, what develops from from a concussion? I I don't know. Um, I'm not a medical doctor. Do you think it I should? Do you think it should be uh, uh, f- like factored into to sports the way that it is? Concussion protocols, all that other stuff. Ab- okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, USA Boxing is actually starting to get rid of headgear because of overcompensation thinking we each have headgear we can go heavier well those shots are still it's a culmination of those shots uh i actually uh had some cranial sacrum work done after my last fight i got hit in the back of the head uh once twice three times i know it was once for sure the video shows a couple times camera angle changes but it was definitely i was feeling concussed and having that stuff addressed and monitored, which is uh, uh, definitely a good thing. You can't beat people going in there who's been knocked out over and over again. And, I, I didn't know that uh, that they were um, doing that with the headgear, but that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're, you know, because it's just uh, you have this overconfident ability that I can take a harder shot, and that's not true. You're still getting your head knocked around. Steve Berger used to say that all the time. The only thing that the headgear was designed for really was to protect you from cuts. Cuts. Yeah. Uh, so we don't headbutt yeah. each other. He's like, but it's it doesn't close help to the you fight. do anything else. No. It's not for, no. to stop you from getting we to softened blows or anything yep. like that. We don't use headgear at Raven's Ridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't, you know, like it's not, a, it's, it's from day one. You punch me as hard as where you can tap me in the nose. You know, nobody wants to be, cracked in the face when they're trying to learn how to just slip a simple punch right so our drills are very 
like that. And then when it's time to spar, it's time to spar, you know. Uh, but there's still, it's from that day one, right out the gate, taking care of your partner. That's it. That's bottom line. Danny, thoughts, uh, CTE? I'm good. Yeah. We'll move on. Um, Danny, Mardi Gras. Thoughts on Mardi Gras? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Woo! Oh, man. Uh, yeah, my wife has banned me from Mardi Gras, so I have no no stories. Uh, no, no, you do. <laughs> and uh, we'd love to hear them. Uh, no, nah, j- just the, the same dumb drunk shit, man. You go down there. My wife is like eight months pregnant. She's supposed to meet me. She's supposed to meet me down there and stuff. And we had started drinking before we ever left. And so, like, Naturally. I don't know, like an hour into the day, hour and a half into the day, I don't remember the day at all. So, like, it all just goes dark. And I, I, this is right at the time cell phones were, I don't even think they were, it was 15 years ago. Yeah. So we didn't really have cell phones yeah. and stuff. She had one, but I didn't. So uh, It was one per household. Yeah, one per household. <laughs> so I'm looking, uh, I come to up, sit on this curb, and it's like 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night, 9 o'clock at night. They're going to kick everybody out. And I, like, come to for my blackout. And I'm hanging with the, with all these people. Everybody's calling me my, by my name and stuff and just laughing and having a good old time. And I'm looking at them, and I don't know who the fuck any of them are. You were hanging out with them all day. All fucking day. <laughs> all day. And I don't know who any of these people yeah, are. They're strangers yeah, yeah. to me. So they probably had, like, the greatest day of their life with me, and I don't remember not a fucking thing of it. I had mold on my T-shirt and stuff. The, 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 uh, the, the sure sign that somebody's having a good time at Mardi Gras is the Kool-Aid mouth from yeah. hurricanes. Oh, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> yeah, yeah. got that the red, dark red. Yeah, the red. The purple or whatever yep. it is. Yep. Yep. I got Suck a lot it of on stories. cheap-ass hurricanes all I got day. a lot of stories of Mardi Gras, but it was all you know, a previous lifetime ago. I have kids now, so we, we do all of the setup for it at work. So that's all pretty much I think of it now. Um, Jason, Mardi Gras? Uh, I live in Soulard. Oh, right on. On the parade route, on off-Broadway in Ann. Yeah. So... Uh, it was fun the first five or six years because of living down there. We'd have family members that would come down and they'd come to the house to grab pulled pork sandwiches, use the restroom, and then they'd go back out, hit the route, hit the different places. Uh, but, uh, uh, man, did I get burned out on that shit super quick. I'm not a huge drinker. I'm a casual I'll have two, three beers at night on my own, watching right. TV with a good burger. Uh, but that's pretty much it as far as uh, getting shit faced. And uh, we used to go down there underage and uh, get the vodka, the pop off, or whatever it is. Yeah, like, like six dollars. Yeah, smokes. yeah. We get somebody to buy it for a us. Plastic jug. Yes, we'd get, <laughs> we'd get somebody to buy it for us, and then we would go to Seven uh, Eleven and get the Slurpee. And you'd put it in your yeah. Slurpee cup. Yes, and like sir. the undercovers would come up to you and be like, where's your ID? Let me see this. I'm like, it's a Slurpee. Yeah. And they can't drink it. Yeah, and they, right. All they can do is smell it. And you yeah. can't really smell anything in there. So we never got in any trouble for that and stuff. Uh, I remember doing that like 17 to 21. <clears throat> I was uh, I was down there uh, during that riot on Fat yes. Tuesday yes. when they never allowed it in Soulard again. Uh, uh, <clears throat> they flipped a car. Um, I mean, all kinds of well, chaos was breaking that weekend, out. That weekend was the second time that they had flipped a car because on Marty, like the, the uh, on the the, the set, the whatever we had right in eighteen sixties at a plaza, that the little four way, we they flipped one there too. I was standing there and watched them do it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, I miss those days, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting the effort in to get down there. No, no, no. no. It's too much. We work actually for me. now we we stay somewhere else either that or we'll we'll lock down for the day right. it's like a hurricane's coming yeah, yeah. he boards everything up yep. we're well, getting out get yep. out now we've got a, a courtyard type area where it's a, a metal gate 
and you got to get through the gate to get to our front door so it's not like people walk by. Right. I love so, that St. Louis does it. It's just yeah. not for oh, me right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got gonna, out of it's gotten. I crazy. think it's great that I, I I don't want them ever to stop doing it just in front of Jason's house maybe. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I like we need it in St. Louis. I'm just never yeah. going to go again. Yeah. Yeah, I was it's like, too it, fucking cold. Let the well, next crime. My life is kind of yeah, my time and and that, that doing that stuff yeah. is past. Yep. I had a lot of great memories. I, I could, Lane, we could talk about stories for days. People are still packed down there. Yeah, so, it's still crazy. Yeah, um, Jason. Yes. A bare knuckle championship. Love it. Love it. I love watching. I got the BKFC app on my phone, so I watch it any anytime they're on. I haven't been to any of the events. I wanted to go to the Memphis and the Florida event, but I didn't get to go. Wanted to go. Uh, huge fan. I'd say Taylor Starlings, kind of my... Little cutie, I like watching her. Which one's that? Uh, she's a blonde. Okay, they're always blonde. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, have to look she, at, uh, we're gonna actually, have to look that one up. So uh, she actually had a fight of the year last year. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. she's 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 cute and can and throw it tough. Out. Yeah. So she's not Paige Van Zant, is what you're telling me, right? Ooh, no. That's not nice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 being a hater. I just I just don't like she she reminded me of Sage Northcutt, somebody who they just hyped and hyped. Yes. And uh, and it was because she was cute. Yep. So I kind of yep. I kind of. They don't played like off that. of that. You, you do know that Sage Northcutt went three at one point had a three and zero win streak in the UFC. Okay, yeah. so he can fight. Yeah, he can fight. Okay. Yeah, and pa- Paige Van Zandt won some UFC but, fights, but because of the way he looked, uh, just, he was he was hyped. You were, but, yes, I know that's what he's, happens. To everybody, just, Brock yeah. Lesnar was hyped because the way he looks. Yep, Patty. Uh, the old Patty Gimblet, like he, you know, he's like, I'm your new cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your new yeah. cash cow. Yes, yes, yeah, mm. yes. Yeah, he's he's got a mouth on him. I've been waiting for him to get in the UFC. I think him and Cowboy are gonna fight. Patty, yeah, like April, maybe. Yeah. I, April. I don't know if they announced a win yet, but I think that they're trying. Yeah. to match and Cowboy's the one who set that up. Sweet, because I follow fucking Chael Sonnen, who I love, greatest mind in MMA, and he said that he was on the phone with uh, Cowboy and talking about it. Yeah, oh, okay. Or he, was, he was hanging out with Cowboy, and they were talking about it. He, was, uh, he asked him who's Patty. That's next all opponent, he's got to do. Is- and he said that fucking Cowboy picked his phone up and called and was like. D- discussing the yeah. whole hook me up with Patty. This is how I want to fight next. Nice, nice. Danny, thoughts on bare knuckles? Ooh, uh, if she's hot, she won't be hot long. Because uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> dude, that's rough. That's their hands. That sport is rough. Dude. Gets messed up. Uh, Short career. Yes, Hector, and like three fights maybe. Yeah, it would be a long career. Hector Lombard is who I always think of because just the guy, even though he lost to the guy, the guy snatched his belt and then threw it at him. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he punched him in the uh, after he, he fought. Uh, uh, Joe Riggs, Joe Riggs. After he fought Joe Riggs, and the guy came into the ring, he still yeah, punched him. In yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think of Hector Lombard, but them guy. That's a brutal, brutal sport. That is. Um, that's rough on the yeah. face, man. Uh, triad, Danny. Triad. Uh, no. Triad combat sports. No. Uh, it's the, the oh, triangle, it's the mixture. Yeah, the triangle nah, ring where they I, where oh, they put a, boxers and MMA guys. I, I didn't even see when you guys brought it up the last time. I was like, man, I didn't even know about it. I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, uh, I'm probably not going to do one of those crossovers. Uh, Jason, I'm not too. It hasn't done anything to gain my interest. I I think it's I think it's just MM. bizarre that any of these guys think they can box with a guy like Pulev. Who they just because like well, they just must not know the sport no, very well. No, they they do. They just don't fucking. Pay. They don't. Everybody who fights thinks that they're tough. And like Frank Mir doesn't. He didesn't grasp that this isn't MMA. Right. Where I'm like these he, are different yes, sports. He just thinks of himself as I'm a badass. Right. And Frank Mir is. And if they fought in real life, there's a nine out of ten times Frank Mir is going to take that dude down and break his arm. Yeah. But this isn't that. It's no. stand up boxing, and you're talking about a guy who has been throwing punches and dodging punches and, yeah. for for years, yeah. his whole life. So I know. Yeah. 
as long as they match them up against MMA and boxing, like greats like that, it's not going to bode well for MMA guys. Which it just turns circles right back around to MMA fights. And nobody, see, this is the thing, and this is what I love about Which the trying. MMA guys. Nobody does that, though. Nobody from boxing is like, hey, I'll go do MMA. Right. right. Yeah, they're like, because right. they know what'll happen. Yes. That, that's, that's, a, well, yeah. it's going from multi dimensional to one dimensional, and they think they can do it. Right. They need their multi dimensional for them to, yes. Because they have knockouts, they have TKOs, but the boxers aren't submissions. Coming, the boxers aren't coming into MMA right. and doing one of those matchups. Right. Because that's going from single yes. to multi. Yes. So they think it's easier to go the other way. Um, Jason, yes. the St. Louis MMA GOAT, the greatest uh, out of St. Louis in MMA. MMA. I'd say if with boxing, the Sphinx, uh, but MMA, Tyron Woodley, five-time UFC welterweight champ. I mean, defended his title at two hundred five against Wonder Boy. That was a great, you know. I'm um uh, and and I'm I'm asking um because uh, I really hadn't considered it until now. Uh, Michael Chandler is he's he's Fenton, so that he he's yeah he's he went part to, of is he really Fenton? He went he, well he went so. to Columbia right, so he went to he was a Tiger. He went to Mizzou. He, he yeah, to, I I think he's from. I thought he was like two hours away, like Springfield or something like okay, that. Okay, that could be. That could be. I, I don't I honestly know. If, we, if only we had a fact checker. But uh, yeah, he's, he stepped out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't consider him from St. Louis. Okay, like, like Tyron lives in front now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's a St. Louis guy. You could say Joaquin Joaquin Buckley's up and coming. He's St. Louis boy. He's knocking people out. Knockout of the year, twenty twenty. Well, that's probably the knockout of all time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, was, that was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, shit right that knockout there. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I for me the whole like Saint the Saint Louis goat like Steve Berger was the guy one of the pioneers who laid the foundation and the and the, like the platform for guys in Saint Louis for it to blow up and become big. Uh, Mike Green had the first MMA fight, yep. uh, sanctioned MMA fight in, yep. in Missouri. First licensed, yes, fighter. First licensed fighter in Missouri. Number so one. So those two guys should get a shout out because they laid some Absolutely. of the groundwork for Jesse Finney, who did a lot of things with um, the, getting it sanctioned and promoting yep. and stuff yep. like that. Uh, I I, th- I don't think we ever we ever talk about those guys. So I want to make sure that that w- they get mentioned in yeah. how this lineage goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Woodley is the most decorated yes. guy in the, in St. Louis f- by far and away. Yeah. And it is at the, his peak, he was the baddest one of the baddest one seventies ever. Uh, and for my for my money, Sean Woodson has the best skill set of any fighter to come out of St. Louis and, that we've ever had. And I believe that. Uh, I believe time will tell and sh- will show the world what he already possesses. Buckley's kick. Is the greatest knockout I, that I can. If you can name me a knockout that's better, other than right. the Overeem, right, right, the, right. The, the, I don't know if it's better. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but Buckley's kick was amazing. Yeah. St. Louis is a. Is, we breed fighters, man. They come out of here and they do well, and uh, I hope to see a lot more of them. Yep. But what's what's my pick? Yeah, and talking with Joaquin, you know, he wants to make that happen again here in St. Louis. He wants. He's wanting for St. Louis fighters to not leave. St. Louis to go to Team Elevation down to Coconut it, Creek. Is, is he, Joaquin uh, training in Michigan or something he, like yeah, that? Yep, he was in Lansing for this okay. last fight. So okay. I think the training partners the, for, that were available, ideal for for the fight that he's got coming up, it fit better. Uh, his last two fights, he was here training at Ravens Ridge during the day. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah. That is so fantastic. I, and, and because of you, I got to meet him, you know? So, like, I, I'm a fan, you know? No, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would be too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Ah, uh, that guy looks like you, you an Under Armour. You didn't mention that. You, yeah. even, you didn't even mention that one time yet already. Oh, the, with what? Oh, the what? Buckley. Train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Didn't even well, he's 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 using the facility. Okay. He's not doing any instructing. He's not a coach or anything like that. He's not at that point where he wants to be. He's got to focus on being a fighter. Right. You're doing, and we talk, we've talked about that on bringing him in and how much he wants. He's really focused on three more years of fighting. He's going to be done, but. It's what he's going to do after he becomes champ and all that. So future promotions coming up. That's awesome. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. So we got we got stuff we're working. It's just it's future. He's got three years of working on just being a fighter, not coaching, not doing anything like that, which, you know, we're totally fine with and supportive. No, see, I, I don't want to harbor on this too long, but yeah. we, we talked to Mike. Uh, uh, I'm having a brain fart right Mike now. Wood? No, uh, St. Charles MMA. Mike Rogers. Yeah, Mike, Mike Rogers. Rogers. Sorry, Mike. Uh, <laughs> and he was talking about that's a it's a very common thing in St. Louis when guys make their UFC debut or after they've gone on to the show or whatever. Yeah, they leave. He's like everyone it, does. Yeah, and no one no one stays here. And yep. it's because those gyms ever first a guy gets in their ear and they start talking all these great things to him, and then he's like these some of these gyms really are like this. Walmart Supercenter, right. this mall type where there's so many other ent- ent- entities and yep. Uh, yep. amenities and stuff like that for them to uh, latch onto. But it takes a none of them guys have been that successful either, other than Woodley. Right. He's the only one that's done anything. Right. And I want you, St. Louis fighters, remember that, man. Yeah. Stay home. Sean, stay, Sean stay Woodson here. makes Woodson. a point. He says, yep. he says he's whatever he does, because he did cha- train with James Krause yep. for a while, but he, he just knew he had, to, he had to do it from here. And yeah. he, he sounds like he's never going to go. No, I don't believe, I don't believe he would. Because he, everything, because he is St. Louis. Yeah. Yep. He carries that billboard yeah, tattoo around right, with him. Uh, right. I'm, awesome. I'm, he, he's going to promote us and hopefully do, he's going to do st louis right man yep. <clears throat> as far as uh promotions go uh dana white gets a lot of heat you know for uh fighter pay blah 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 um you're always you're always waiting for a promotion to come in and do something um eagle fc they have their first event in miami uh what is that in a couple weeks or something like that yeah uh, thoughts on eagle fc that's uh khabib's um promotion any thoughts on uh Oh, I, I don't want to see ring girls, and he doesn't have ring girls, so I won't be watching. <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason why I, I watch the fight. I knew he said that about ring girls. Oh, they're not having them. But he said he's not. Oh, no, not have at them. all. I, they should, are they? Is he like, going to let people drink? Do they oh, have to? Women should be in the kitchen, and nobody gets to drink. No, I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I don't know about the other two things, but I do know that he's not having uh, women. He's not having ring people. Okay, uh, Jason, thoughts on um, Khabib's I, new venture? I don't know. I think. Um, I think I'll probably have to just see his first event to have any thoughts on it. I really don't know. I mean, good luck to him. I, it's uh, it's tough putting on a show. So Rashad Evans is going to be fighting on that. See, but this, really? this is the issue that these these promotions have. They're gonna, bringing in yesterday's news, yes. man. They're and gonna yes. Rashad Evans is probably going to go out on a shield that night. I love that guy. I yeah. love him, but he's gonna go out the same way that he sent Chuck out. Because I'm yeah. short, and he's he's a short guy for his uh, weight class. So I'm, he, always, he, I'm always pulling. Do you remember what uh, that he he won the show at heavyweight? He yeah. fought Brad, he fought Brad Imes that was graduated yeah. from the University yeah. of Missouri. He was our yeah. our offensive lineman or defensive lineman for the uh, yeah. Mizzou and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. It was episode two or season two. Season two. Yeah. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Yes. The podcast goat. Who is the greatest podcaster of all time? Ooh. I don't know. Thoughts? No. I thought no. Oh, there's this show that uh, comes out of Nine Mile Studios. Nine Mile Studios? in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, it's called the Right Lane. The Right Lane. They're well on their way to being so. I'm gonna go Joe Rogan right now 
But next week it could be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason. Yes. J- Jack Dorsey. Thoughts on Jack Dorsey? He's the uh, the he was the CEO of Twitter. He just uh, he just stepped down, but he's from St. Louis. Is he? And uh, there's always controversy. What did he step down media. for? I. Uh, well, he also he also uh, owns Square, which is a uh, a technology company. They, yeah, they do. Um, I heard he stepped down for other reasons. Really? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe he's what in a book hear? somewhere. Maybe he's in somebody's little black book. Oh, really? Flying to islands Uh-oh. or something? No way. I don't no. know. I don't know. He's I didn't involved hear, in that? I didn't hear anything. I don't know. No, really. I never okay. met the guy. Or anything? He's about got him. a weird nose ring for being. Uh, oh, like a. He's oh. a yeah, it's kind of weird. That's yeah. He's, sounds sounds like he's probably in a black. No, I'm just, <laughs> for anybody has a nose ring, I'm just teasing. Um, uh, speaking of him, he uh, he uh, does cold plunges every day. Um, Jason, thoughts on a cold plunge? I think it's good for recovery. That's pretty much it. After a hard training, I think if you do it for, unless you train hard and you put your body through that, the cold plunges. I don't know. Could be just psychological, but it's. I think it's a speeds up recovery for the body. Uh, Danny, thoughts on a cold? They're, plunge? they're fantastic. They work. Uh, well, it maybe it, I think there's science scientific evidence to back that it actually what it does for your body and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know because sometimes I I wonder how much the mind controls a lot of that. What's your body, the science behind some right, of that. Right. So it definitely works. I think it's great. Uh, for those of you who haven't tried it, I recommend everyone try it at least once in their life. Yep. At least once in your life. And stay in there. Don't just hop in and hop out. Stay in there. Yep. Uh, Jason. Yeah. The Island Boys. I'm an Island Boy. <laughs> Man, I don't know, dude. Uh, they'll, they're gonna, you're going to say who in six months? I'm, you know what I'm gonna say in six months? I'm an island boy. I'm an island boy. I, yeah, uh, uh, they're gonna come and go. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they have no really no talent. No, they should just stay on social media and keep trying to do it's, that thing. Yeah, we're the ones that are making them a big deal. Uh, you think they'll have any of that money in a couple of years? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I wonder they're how much burn. money they have, but they're apparently gonna... they made a lot doing their goofy shit. That yeah, that'll that'll run out. They're, uh, they're not the Logans. According to fact check, real quick, uh, it's the Google says they are not. He is not related to uh, the Dazine Maxwell trial, so there's no <laughs> there's no connection there. I just want because I had heard here saying I looked it up and stuff. I don't want nobody getting a suit or anything like that. There's zero connection. No connection. No connection. Uh, <clears throat> it's just cool that somebody out of St. Louis had anything to do with something that huge. Yeah, you know, like Twitter. You know? No, that yeah. is it's really cool. I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> no, no, if you've got breaking no, news, no, no, break, no breaking news. Bring it they, to the they table. said they said no, that was the breaking news because I had insinuated that I had heard something. I did hear something, but obviously the information I got was wrong, and he is not linked to them in any way. It, zero. Uh speaking of internet fame, uh Jake Paul. Uh Danny, thoughts on Jake Paul. It's the next champ right there, baby. Next champ champ right there. What? Eat your heart out now, people. Get in line, get your tickets, buy it wherever you can. Taking over the world. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I, I mean you know what I th- I mean uh it's I think I'm I'm impressed with the work that they put in, especially the younger one. I think it's Jake Paul. Yeah. Uh the work he's put in, the time uh, you can make you can hate him wherever he gets his, his background comes from, his uh the uh YouTube shit or whatever you want, but he's put his money where his mouth is. And everybody we were just talking about how great Woodley was. He knocked that dude out. Yep. Uh Make your money, kid. Do your yeah, thing. Yeah. Do your thing in, more, in this world. He's never going to be anything other than what he is right now. He just might get a little more popular, more money from it. But uh, I don't know. And is he sincere about trying to get fighter pay increased? 
I, I don't know, but he sounds it. He, yeah. He's doing all the right things well, with it right now. He donated a million dollars out of his first purse from the uh, Woodley fight, and he actually gave Woodley, got 330000 and he gave um, Serrano, the female boxer that fought on the co-main. She's amazing. She got $500,000, so he raised all of their pay for being on the card with him. So, I mean, just being a self-made millionaire right. kid like that, I'm right there with you, Danny. I'm like, do your thing, dude. Like, if you can make yourself successful on your own dime in your own way, more power to you. Whether people like you, hate you, uh, that's one thing. Of course, I was there supporting Tyron. I drove to Cleveland. Oh, wow. You oh, did know? you really? Yeah, right yeah. So, I drove to Cleveland. Uh, saw the first fight. Awesome showtime. I'd never been to a showtime boxing event, so that was cool. Uh, just seeing him lift up out of the platform and going, I know that dude. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, I was, yeah. It's like, man. It was cool. So, it was so cool. It was a cool experience. But right. but back to, uh, yeah, I mean, good for him. Good for him. I uh, I think he's a lot more, he's, he's, your stereotypical douchebag, okay? We, we we can all agree on that, but I, I I do think he's sincere, and I and I think he's pretty genuine too. I yeah, uh, you you don't have to look much further than he did this huge event in his hometown of Cleveland. He yeah. could have taken this to L.A. or Vegas, yeah. and and he brought it back to Cleveland. So um, yeah, I'm sure they're happy to have him. Uh, yeah, to represent their city, no doubt. Yeah, uh, he takes a lot of heat. Uh, yeah, Lo- uh, Logan Paul um, fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather. Thoughts. You fought Floyd Mayweather. You talked yourself into a fight with one of the greatest of all time. Yep. Yep. That's me clapping, by the way. And his brother's trying to do it with Connor. Yeah, they should. It's like if I mean, I mean, to be able to <laughs> right. talk your way into something but big Dana, like Dana's that. Dana's never going to let no, that happen. No, 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 no. But Floyd, Floyd's seen an opportunity. Floyd's for, his own. Yeah, and he's seen an opportunity, and they both made money. They yep. both did their thing. Yep. Uh, I, I, he's not that good at all. Uh, no, like, no the size that. difference between him and Floyd was yeah. huge. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, That'll make up for. But the experience. things that he that they've been able to do, man, I'm. If I was their family, I'd be proud. Yeah. <laughs> like, for no bullshit. Yeah. Because uh, that's almost the feeling I get from it. Do your thing, man. Weren't they Disney kids? Uh, I think, no, I think they did one show or something like that. Okay. Like, their YouTube is how they got started. Okay, okay. They were All YouTube. Right. They had a YouTube channel and yeah. stuff. They, they, what is the Disney connection, though? People say they, it they about, actually did a, they, we were on a show or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know the actual history of it. I just okay. know that I would, I discovered them years before you guys did. Yeah. I have my kid. Okay. My kids, okay. I have two boys, and they were watching them on YouTube and okay. stuff, and they would talk, ask me about them and show me their videos yeah, here and there. Yeah, yeah. Like when they got kicked off of uh, YouTube because they went to Japan and did that. Whatever they did with the suicide forest or whatever, uh, so I had heard about them for a while. Okay, and then when I would like to see this, the tr- the, to me, there's been a huge transformation. Yeah, they just didn't pop up last month, and right, like, I've heard, right, I've known right. a little bit about them for quite a few years now. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jason, who yeah. is who is the funniest fighter? Who is the funniest? Kevin Holland. I love Kevin. He talks. in the middle of his fights. <laughs> yes, he dude. He's like, I had a dream about this. I think I was nineteen. I had a dream about this. Yeah, he goes, I, mean, I was just nineteen. Going just like that, and then he knocked out Souza like from the bottom. 50, for fifteen seconds later, after he's talking, telling him the oh. story, he's like, God. He when he was talking to Buckley too, he's like, It's all right. Yeah, he's I, like, thought, yeah. I thought you wanted to learn today. <laughs> I thought we, I thought we was gonna learn today. Put your hands up, do like this. Yeah. Uh, he's like, the cage is slippery, isn't it? Yeah, I found out that too on <laughs> my first fight. Yeah, I like that is great. He's like, DC, where am I wrestling at? <laughs> I need help. I need help over here. I need help over here. Dude, wasn't he in his corner alone, I think, at, 
during that fight. Oh, I don't remember that. And he just, was standing. He's like looking at DC, looking for advice. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Kevin during Holland. the fight, without a doubt, he is. Uh, but, but he doesn't have any like those those soundbite moments and stuff like the Black Beast does. Oh, totally. Oh, there. Yeah. But like. What you said, because I had forgotten when we thought about funniest fighters. Yeah. I don't even think of that. And I don't yeah. know why, but he he, had, he commentates the fucking fight, yeah. winning or losing too. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not just when he's winning. He's like, man, you strong. <laughs> when he was getting out <laughs> <Yeah>. wrestling, <laughs> I need to get some of that wrestling back, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Kevin Holland for sure. Um, uh, uh, Jason, Tom Brady, thoughts on Tom Brady? Anything? No thoughts. No thoughts. Danny. Fourth greatest quarterback of all time. That's it. Uh, Sal, do you have thoughts about Tom Brady? Greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> all right. See, Sal's right. All right. <clears throat> Thanks a lot, Sal's Sal. Sal's a bitch. Seven I, I agree. I agree rings. with you guys. He's uh, He doesn't have enough hand, fingers on his hand for the Super Bowl rings that he has, bro. Wow. See, that <laughs> that right there, that's insane. <clears throat> um, we got, Fuck. Sal, I'm going to smack shit out you today. That's uh, what's, what's going to happen today, Sal. Danny, uh, Tyson Fury, thoughts? Oh, arguably the GOAT. Like, and if we're talking past and present, he's undefeated. Uh, he's got a tie that, or a draw. That's it. Uh, he's undefeated. He, he destroyed Klitschko. He, uh, the the bomber, he, he mercilessly beat him the first, the second time bad, badly. He beat him the first time, too, just with the knockdowns. The, the, and a lot of people that I talked to, they thought he won both one and two. Yeah. Uh, he, they had the greatest heavyweight fight that, that we've seen in a long time. Not not ever, but it was one of the best we've seen in a long time. I don't know that he George Foreman maybe at his best has stands a shot. Ali obviously always does. Tyson. Other than that, like to right. me, who who else has really beaten that guy in the history of boxing with the same training, the same time frame? Well, if you use Sal's logic, none of those guys could compete with today's athletes. Well, a so, lot of, so you can't compare them. Yeah. <laughs> Ali is trash in other words, right, Sal? <laughs> I'm not talking about boxing. I'm talking about hockey. Okay, <laughs> boxing is a completely different sport. We're, we're we're done with that guy. Uh, I think so, I think Lennox Lewis. Oh yes, given, yes. Lennox Lewis is another I guy. I think he would have given Fury some problems. Fury, Fury, I, I think that's fight just uh, English fighting style. I think that would have given him a problem. But I think Tyson Fury. I think he's. Uh, in my, in, they they the they're story. a great matchup actually. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. Because Lewis was slick for a big guy. Yeah. Yep. So, and I think but he, he, I Fury had, obviously he got knocked out by Hakeem Rockman though. Yeah, that yeah came back and won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody, anybody <laughs> yeah. get knocked out by a lucky punch? Yeah, uh, I, he's a, he's a great fighter. Even though it's not about Lennox Lewis, right. great fighter. I think very underrated in the history. Of, I don't like him. Is, yeah. So is, if I my opinion is on him, yeah, of course, skewed. right? Yeah, is, yeah. Is Fury the funniest boxer? Who's the funniest oh, boxer? Uh, yeah. No, I'm not about. I'm trying to think of. He's the funniest heavyweight of all time for sure. Uh, Cause they're not fun. They're intense, man. It, it, Ali, there, Ali, I mean, he yeah, did trash talking, but I don't think. Yeah, I, it, it, I, do what he did in, in the time when it, in the time yeah. he did. I don't think they were laughing so much though. Yeah, I think like now, back, like Tyson though Fury, he's hilarious. Yeah, I think his story, just his back, the backstory behind he where a, he come. There's got to be a documentary about him and the. Freaking caravan gypsy thing. Yeah. Can I you mean, imagine, how true is that? Can you imagine being the little brother though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How yeah, shitty yeah. of a life would that be? <laughs> yeah. This is my big brother. That's yeah. my dad. Yeah. I'm over here trying not to fight the Paul brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh I, I think that's all I got for squared up. Okay. Uh thank you guys and uh the Halsey Roofing for sponsoring uh squared up for us. Uh hey Sal, 
Uh, you got it. We got a blues minute with Sal. Sal, are you going to do a blues minute for us today? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's not going to be the greatest blues minute, but we'll do it. Just do it. The blues played one game uh, Friday. We already went over that, but they are playing right now against the Dallas Stars. What's the score? Who's I'm in goal? Pulling that up right now. Who's we, the coach? Bennington is in goal. Who's the coach? Uh, <laughs> See? I don't think they changed the coach. Uh, you know. You never. T- you didn't tell us on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a, I got a hell of a compliment from uh, Barube one zero time. Zero to zero right now. What did he give you? I was uh, I was I was at uh, what is that called? Uh, Oak Clark's. Oak Clark's. Yeah, in Brentwood. Oak, yeah, in Brentwood, and, and apparently a lot. It's a, a lot. A lot of blues players go there. I guess um, we were there. Uh, the game was over. Uh, Barube comes in and they're still showing like the press conferences and shit on the screen. So he must have drove straight there. Oh yeah. And and he walks in. Obviously, I knew who he was. I mean, everybody looks at him when he comes in the room, sits down. Me and Natasha were at the bar, my ex-girlfriend. And uh, when we get up to leave, he's checking, he's checking out my, my, my girlfriend, like hard. Like, it's like I don't even exist. He's staring at her. <laughs> well, and, and we walk right by, and then he winks at me, like, like, good job, buddy. And I'm just like, oh, shit. And we walk outside, and I'm like, Natasha. Did did you see that? She was like, no. I was like, I was like, we got to go inside and talk to this guy. <laughs> so I walked in and and he sees me walk up to him and he's he's like a little defensive, like, oh shit, what did I do to this guy? And uh, and he's huge by yes. the way. And uh, and and he took a picture with us and he was super fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah. So you kind of like your kinda, girlfriend got you a picture with the. Yep. It's kind of like uh, what's that basketball movie with Will Ferrell? <laughs> oh, where that guy? Oh, what is the name of that? Where he's movie? like, where he sits down at the table and he's like, where Woody Harrelson's like making out with his girlfriend. And he's like, oh no, I'm just watching <laughs> because it's his idol. He was like, his idol was making out with his current girlfriend. I, I was. <laughs> he was getting off on it. I was happy about it. I was like, hell yeah, man, that's a compliment. <laughs> All right, uh, Sal, I'm going to give you one minute. I'm about to start the timer. Are you going to be ready to go? Semi pro. Semi pro, yeah, dude. Absolutely. That is a great. That's gotta movie. be rotten on. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that is a great movie. Sal, you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Ready in five, four, three, two, go. Uh, so the Blues came off no. a big win Friday. Uh, they also no. had a lot of players outside of the lineup. No. Right. No. I don't know if I can do this while. Come I on, that, Sal. <laughs> you have you have all right. Forty eight seconds. All right, so still on COVID protocol is Tarasenko. Uh, Prunovich and Wallman, uh, they're, they're not playing today against the Dallas Stars. The Blues came off a big win Friday, Friday against the Capitals. All right, let's 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 just do it. Let's call it the Moo. Dogs against me, too. Let's call it the Moo segment where we listen to Danny Moo for a minute. We're not getting any good Blues information out of Sal this time. It's Sal, currently 0-0. Zero zero. Uh, it's in this first intermission against the Dallas Stars. I don't know Stars. if you guys are aware of this. Sal woke up cranky goal. today. And uh, no Tarasenko, Wallman, or Prunovich in the lineup. 12 protocol. Uh, but the Blues still won. Why is there no Tarasenko? Uh, COVID protocol. <laughs> Dude, nobody wants to hear you do that. Just so you in know. In three, two, one. And that was the Blues minute with Sal. Sal, you, you nailed it, bro. Yeah, uh, what else really is going on with the NHL? What, what, what's happening? Fill us uh, in. The Predators are in first. They just won against the Coyotes. They're up on the Blues by quite a bit right now, first in the Central. Uh, so the... 
They've got 48 points. The Blues have 45. So the Blues are a game and a half out first in the Central. That was Jason. W- that was you- way more interesting than the Blues minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's or- mooing, dude. I'm not going to start talking. I, I have a thing that That's I'm going to try to say. Yeah. But if he's mooing in the middle of it, I'm going to stop. That's I'm not going to do it. This is annoying. Yeah. Like, he's done it every time I've tried to do it. It's, it was funny the first time. Yeah. The first time, it's like, okay, this is funny. Right, right, right. But then he doesn't get it that it's not funny anymore, and he keeps doing it. <laughs> Who's, uh, I've been instructed to do it, motherfucker. So, so, oh, so oh, suck a dick. So we've got the real culprit over there. So All suck right. a dick. All right. All right. So I'm dying over here. Sal, it's Sal, not funny when you're mooing. Sal, What's mooing? Sal, the, the, the Blues are currently in first or no? no they're in they're second. Distant second, isn't well, it? Well, they got 45 points. They're, okay. The first place team is 48. So, I mean, they're not far out. Okay. Jason, Jason, yeah. um, you... Uh, you told me before that you used to be a really I, big hockey. Huge, my co- me and my cousin, okay. huge hockey fans. Okay. Then it just and they played off. one less game than the Predators too. So, yeah, they what they did with the um, um, the arenas spectacular. I know it's, nope, it's awesome. Like nobody's oh, yeah. gotten to go because of COVID. So, <laughs> I went to the uh, Guns and Hoses event. Was able to see all the all the new stuff there. Yeah. It was oh, great. Cool. Um, all right, Sal. Anything else going on in the NHL worth uh, talking about? Um, not really. I mean, you have uh, the the Florida Panthers. Who's, who's the favorite to win the uh, Stanley Cup this year? It's according to a lot of people, it's the Colorado Avalanche. But they've been like the favorite for like two or three oh, years. Stan Kroenke's oh, fucking man. team. But you can't stand. They that can't Colorado. get past the second round of the playoffs though. So hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I, you know, anything can happen. Stan Kroenke does own the Avalanche, right? I think he's part owner of the Avalanche, yeah. the Nuggets, and the uh, Rams. <laughs> Uh, are you guys still Rams fans at all? Negative. No. 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 I think I have a little bit of a heart for the Rams for some reason. I put a lot of energy into the two ninety nine, yes. two thousand, yes. two thousand one yeah. Isaac Bruce yeah. uh, era. Oh yeah, the guy who the guy who plays Isaac Bruce. There's the guy who plays Marshall Falk. Actually, yeah. looks like Marshall. Really? Falk really? Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. he have nine kids too? <laughs> Marshall Falk has nine. Yeah, I'm kids. pretty sure he's got a bunch of kids. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, he can afford to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, he li- and he likes to make them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the fun part. That's a, that's exciting. Uh, country. Hey, Jason. So, uh, so what else uh, do you have to look forward to? So, so Ravens Ridge. Um, yes, we'll we'll make sure all our listeners check out Ravens yes. Ridge. Uh, make sure they're on your map because uh, there's, like you said, Joaquin uh, Buckley. Yes, uh, comes out of there, and he's he's a premier fighter. He is up and yeah, Dana White. I think he put him on a top three list of UFC fighters to watch. Keep an eye on. Uh, do you know who he's fighting coming I, up? I don't know his opponent. Okay. I don't know. I think I asked him when it first got announced, and he couldn't tell me and haven't chatted with him since. Yeah, He's been out of town in Michigan for a month and a half. I think since November he's been gone. So <clears throat> Is he is he an intense guy in the gym? Uh, very. Even like just um, – but, you know, he, he's gotten better with the controlling of the sparring. I think that was kind of um, an issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People he, have heard dude, those stories. Yeah, he just hits so hard. So I think – Nasty power. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, um, getting more comfortable with that, having selective training partners that you can go heavy yes. with, other folks that are uh, – Max Choriev, shout out to Max, huge training partner for Joaquin. Um, giving him that heavy pressure. Max is fighting on the 22nd for a title up in Brookfield for knuckle-up promotions. So, right. yeah, good luck, Max. 
cool. Um, and uh, any anything else going on um, in the in the fight world that you're affiliated with? Um, we've all, like I said, we've always got stuff coming so up. No, Trayvon Crawford fighting. Trey's, uh, yep. I oh, just, Trey. I, I just sparred with Trey yesterday. We had two 18-minute MMA rounds, and it was back Holy and shit. forth. So I was, we were pushing each other, but trying to get him. He's trying. He's cutting that weight. Yeah. So getting that long sweat, getting that heavy, heavy, hard round. So he's going to be fighting Kevin Mueller. So I think they fought before. They fought in the past. So it's be, be right exciting. Now, Trey's definitely a friend of mine. I uh, love Trey. Shout out, baby. Yeah. Do your thing. Yep. Uh, and uh, you are making um, jambalaya later. Today. I'm making jambalaya later. I can, I can smell it already. Yeah. It smells delicious. Brown down sausage. Yes. That oh. Anadool sausage. The onions. Do you Chicken. add? What's your hot sauce of choice? Do you add hot sauce? Your hot sauce, uh, I no, not to it. I leave that to you. Put that in your own bowl. Okay, right. Yeah. So my jambalaya is pretty stripped down, uh, and then you can season how you want. Cool. Yeah. What's your hot sauce of choice? Frank's. Gotcha. Yeah. Me Frank's too. isn't bad. I like the vinegar. I like the level of vinegar that it's got. The in level it. of it. The level of we it. We had we had Red Hot yesterday. Uh, I don't no longer like that shit. It is super high in vinegar. Yeah, see, there's a. It or can't or be, maybe she didn't mix it up properly, or whatever. But right. I was dipping in it. And I'm like, that's. I don't Sometimes like it. Sometimes no it can be too much or not yeah. enough, and it's uh, too pasty. So. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you being here today. Thank you guys so much. It's exciting. No, it was fun. Thanks for coming out and talking with us. Thank man. you guys. That's Thank you for the support. You, I appreciate the, the the nice words. Yeah, that's awesome. So everybody, check out Ravens. Uh, keep your eye. Forty-six year old badass. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jason will be probably fighting sometime in the spring. So uh, yes. keep an eye out there for Jason Gavril. Thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. See Thanks you again. Next, see, see you ya. next time. See you guys. Fucks out. <laughs> I had a dream about this. I think I was 19. <laughs> Say goodbye to the old guy. Back cause I'm too fly to ever fall off. King of my city still running with the gritty. Looking for the crown. Tell them bitches come get it. R.I.P. Bird still rapping to the finish. Slick nigga gifted. Hate me but I'm still fly. God be my witness. I'm just so fresh, ladies love me to death Mommy take those clothes off, I wanna see you up in this dress Blessed by the most high, mountaintop, no downslide You ride, I ride, together we fly Most these niggas living, but they living the lie Take the deep end, gon' peep in Taking over season, see they need some shine I'ma gon' shine, leave these niggas blind Word to the prayer hands, tatted on my kids' mind